Welcome to the Vanilla to Vixen podcast. This show contains adult content, so if you are under 18 or easily offended, please switch off now. Mr. and Mrs. N are not qualified relationship counsellors. This show is for entertainment purposes only. Now the disclaimer is out of the way, sit back, relax, and enjoy our journey from Vanilla to Vixen. another episode of Vanilla to Vixen. This is episode 12. We are Mr. and Mrs. N, also known as... The Naughty Couple. Hello, Mrs. N. Hello, Mr. N. Now we are back at Liberty Elite. This is episode 12 and we've got a couple of guests with us today. We have. We've got the very beautiful Roxy and we've got the king of the swingers, John. He's back. Hello. By popular demand. (laughs) Hi, guys. Hello, Roxy. So, first of all, we'll introduce Roxy. Roxy is the host of Dangerous Curves. I am, for my sins. And uh, (laughs) we'll find out all about those in a bit. I'm already intrigued. So, uh, yes, so this is the episode Dangerous Curves, and we, we want to know what Dangerous Curves is all about. We do. We want we want to tell all our listeners about it. Absolutely. And we also want to find out some lovely bits of information about you. So how did your journey start, Roxy, going from vanilla to becoming Vixen? Wow. Um, okay, so I didn't approach this the same way as um, probably many of your listeners. Um, my journey started through fetish, for the fetish scene. Um, it must be about eight years ago, I joined FetLife. And so, a lot of our listeners won't know. So at, oh, yes. Li- so at Liberty Elite, on Sunday lunchtimes... That was, yeah, that's my first event, my first a very ever first fetish event was coming here. You're very brave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still too scared to, to even venture on Sunday. <laughs> so, so did you already know that you were into that side of it then? Yeah, I was always intrigued. Yeah. And um, I'd been on, I think it was plenty of fish back in those days, um, and spoken to a few different people. It was, it was always something I'd been interested in, in the bedroom kind of thing, a, a bit of tying up, a bit of spanking, that sort of thing, but never really looked into it too in too much detail and do you like the dom side or the, the I'm submissive very side? submissive You're submissive very submissive yeah what do you think you would be mrs n um probably the opposite dom yeah oh, yeah i've got the marks john I've got the marks. i wasn't going to comment on that <laughs> it, it, that that doesn't surprise me one bit. Yeah, we we just sit, we just sit quietly. Yeah, we do. She scares me. I promise you. I'm sat here quaking. So, so you kind of ventured from the bedroom and then thought we'll try a 
club or yeah so I, I went to a social first of all which um which are called munch it's called a munch a munch yes <laughs> uh, sounds sounds worse than it is it's just very, it, it sounds a little more um intimate <laughs> <laughs> it's actually really vanilla um just a group of people into the scene into the fetish or bdsm scene um uh, and getting together in a social environment but it's good fun and it's a great way to meet new people that's really cool um and after my first event or first munch um i got dragged here on a Sunday fetish event for embargo and it changed my life so how did you feel when you came here for your first first time very scared yeah very scared but straight away as soon as I walked through the door the place it's just a fabulous place and it's it's like home from home absolutely and it made you put straight straight at ease yeah you you do don't you you do Um, feel really relaxed yeah even with all the whippings and the canings and the (laughs) squeals going on in the background it's still just a a wonderful environment and a, a hedonistic environment. You can just be you. It's really cool because on the swingers night, we kind of see some of the equipment yeah. <laughs> stacked against the back wall and you kind of go, ooh, that, that, <laughs> that looks interesting. <laughs> for, uh, for fetish, it all comes out onto the dance floor. So the dance floor becomes a huge dungeon and it's wonderful. Wow. It's wonderful. So... Uh, are you with a partner involved in this or partners or how, how does it work with your dynamic? Um, so my, um, I have two partners. Um, I'm polyamorous and have um, a partner who's very much into, uh, he's a swinger, but not into the fetish scene. Okay. okay. And I have a dom. I have my sir who I, um, um, I belong to and um, we have a wonderful uh, dominant submissive relationship that's so cool that's so amazing I'm, I'm very lucky I'm the, a very lucky the girl the best of both worlds absolutely yeah. <laughs> you, just, you just have to argue over who's coming on the Saturday and who's going on the Sunday <laughs> well, I suppose it's really clear cut so you don't have to do that <laughs> no <laughs> Perfect. Absolutely. Um, I, I don't want to intrude in this conversation, but it did worry me, your comments a couple of minutes ago when you said coming into the club was a bit like home from home. It made me think, I wonder what sort of home these people live in. <laughs> Yes, I, I don't want to tell you about some of our equipment. <laughs> well, there you go, each to their own. <laughs> so, on a normal show, we do messages, and with the, your dangerous curves in mind, we thought, Roxy, that, that you might be able to answer this, this message and, and join in with us um, and, and see what you think. I'll do my very best. So we've had a message today, which is from a lady who wishes to be known as Cora. She sent us a message on Fab. She said, I would like to thank you both for producing such a great podcast. Mrs. N's naughty giggle (laughs) always has me laughing out loud. I do get some strange looks as I sit and listen to your podcast during my commute on the train. (laughs) It makes me feel quite naughty as nobody around me knows what I'm listening to. I'm new to the swinging scene after coming out of an eight-year sexless marriage. I discovered my ex likes sex, unfortunately not with me. Not good for a girl's self-esteem. My best friend has introduced me to Fab Swingers, and together we would like to visit a club. However, my question is, I am definitely what you would describe as a curvy woman in my early 40s. My friend is a gym bunny, and so I worry that I might not fit into the club scene. My friend keeps telling me I'm worrying over nothing. However, neither of us have yet stepped inside a swingers club, and so I would like to know if I will be truly accepted or stick out like a sore thumb. And that's from Cora. 
Bless you, Cora. I think I think Roxy could definitely answer this one. Hi, Cora. Um, just really a little bit about my again about my journey. Um, I my first visit to the club. Um, I remember clear as day talking about going into the hot tub, and my first reaction was, "I don't have a swim costume." And my friend laughed at me. Said, "You don't need a swim costume." I was like, "Oh, I can't. I can't be naked in front of people." <laughs> <laughs> and that later on that afternoon, we were talking about going in, into the hot tub, and I just thought, if I'm going to do this. I'm going to go all in and I'm, I'm, going to, I'm going to do it. I'm going to get in the tub. And it was the best. Liberty has the most amazing hot tub, which you guys have talked about before. Yeah. But that was, for me, the very start of the confidence that this club has given me over the years. Yeah. Um, I've been a member of Libs for a very long time. Um, I've been a helper at the club on and off for about five years. It's a very special place. Once you come, you, you just sort of get in and you never ever leave John just drags you back <laughs> don't blame all this like, onto me <laughs> I enjoy meeting people and I'm so glad you're happy but wow <laughs> but it did it just it changed my life it gave me so much confidence as a larger woman I am I'm definitely not what you describe as small I'm, I'm on the larger side of curvy um, but it just, it did change my life. It gave me so much confidence, even in my my home life and my work life. You've said that, Mrs. A. Yeah, I I totally agree with you there. And that Absolutely. that is what I find really fascinating that and really amazing. It empowers women in other corners, nothing to do with sex, but you can suddenly gain confidence in in your work life and your career, and all from visiting a club. Yeah. Very much so. And I wanted to share that with other women. The hardest thing is 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 feeling like you're the odd one out, hmm. like you're no one's going to look at me because of I'm because I'm larger. When you have so many stunning, gorgeous ladies in the club, and especially helping behind the bar, and hmm. you, you get to see so many beautiful people. But I realised quite quickly that people were interested in curvy ladies, and I was lucky enough to um, to speak to John, and he gave me the opportunity to run Dangerous Curves. And it was it was purely to give curvier ladies somewhere to feel safe, to feel wanted, where they're not necessarily on a normal club night. There's absolutely no reason why they wouldn't want to be comfortable on a normal club night. Yeah, they would, they totally. would absolutely feel comfortable any night of the of the um, the weekend. But curves just gives you that first boost of. How, how amazing you can feel and you can come to the club and even if you don't partake in playing just to put on a little sexy dress that yeah. you wouldn't dream of wearing in town because people will stare at you yeah but at the club you can just be yourself that, and it's is, just beautiful that is part of your night isn't it is putting something on yeah that you wouldn't dare dream of wearing no and and that is the, that is the thing because I, I think i remember when we first started coming to the club um I think, especially on my very first visit, I, I certainly didn't dress down. I, I was extremely nervous, and I, I was body conscious as well. And um, but then you start to realise really quickly, actually, you know, there's all walks of life that come here. Very much so. And it is the case; nobody cares. No, everybody's here to have a good time. Yeah, and I've, I've seen some the most amazing outfits. Oh. It's- stunning yeah stunning outfits and it's same with curves we have some women will come 
already dressed down some will so some will start off the night in in their lingerie some will come in a lovely dress yeah or anything they feel comfortable and sexy and um some will dress down later on and and some never do yeah but it's it's all about being comfortable in your own skin and feeling sexy and feeling gorgeous and and knowing that there are men out there who will find you attractive that it's a really special thing isn't it that you wouldn't when, when you sort of first hear about swinging clubs and you don't know what's behind that door. No. And when you describe it to people, and I'm hoping that's what this podcast does, is sort of say to people, it, it's nothing like you imagine it's going to be. It, it, you just can't imagine that such a friendly... Um, I don't want to use the word society, but it is a, a sort of social group of people exist. And that, that's... If I've always said that if life outside Libs was, was like life inside Libs, the world would be a lot nicer place. Very much so. And I think that's why I volunteer here quite often, why you often find me here on reception or on the door, just because I, the environment, yeah. is, it's, it's like a night out and you mm. get to meet so many wonderful people and help the newbies on their journeys. That's my favourite part is, is seeing those nerves disappear later on in the night once I see them later on and just go how was your evening and just seeing the smiles and it's just it's everything it really is I mean you literally were with us right at the start of our journey when we we were trembling at the front door (laughs) John was standing there with his big chopper (laughs) (laughs) you've got to listen to episode 8 to to find out that was and yeah um, it's been such a journey for us and we, like you, Roxy, are now hosting our event, um, which is this coming Saturday. It is. Very for- excited. Very excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's weird because it's like being newbies all over again. I know. So we can't, we can't wait. We've got, we've got over, well over 50 couples now down on the guest list. And it's kind of really exciting. We can't wait to meet all the, all the couples that have never been to a club before and, and sort of welcome them in and just sort of say, this is it, you know, enjoy. Yeah, I, I get what you mean, Roxy, when you say it's like you wanted to share that mm, with, other, with other, you know, curvy women and show them what they could have. And it's like, we feel the same way about our night, about newbies and mm. people that have wanted to come to a club but are too scared to. And we just feel like, look, we want to show you. Don't, there's nothing to be scared of. This is an amazing environment to be in. And you're just going to have the best time because we're going to make sure you have the best time. The hardest part is walking through the front door. Yeah. I say that often to people. That's Once you've walked through the front door, you've done the hard part. Mm. Because once you walk into the club itself and you realise that it's not the scary place that you thought it was going to be. And it is such a social environment because of the way the the club is laid out. You can't not have a good night, even if you don't end up playing, even if you choose to just socialize with people yeah you'll always have a good night which is why you always find people who help out at the club are here yeah even when they're not playing yeah just just for social because it's such a, an amazing environment we had we had a, a story from a member of staff at lives who said they actually somebody just fell asleep on one of the beds well, they did <laughs> yes they did that was, she, that was the other week she wasn't just it? had to gently wake them up and say you know relax but just wake up it's time to go home yeah. we were actually having a conversation about how comfy the beds are 
because they are ridiculously but comfortable. Are, yes, yes. And um, there are times when, like, <laughs> we've we've sort of probably gone up to one of the private rooms and just gone, do you know what? I could quite easily just nod off because <laughs> you are so relaxed and you just it's so comfortable. And then yeah, we were talking to a member member of, uh, who was helping out, and then she, yeah, she told us the story about this lady that in the play she fell asleep in the in the playroom in the, main playroom. In the middle of the bed in the playroom. Oh gosh. Yeah, bless her. I mean, that's quite a thing to be able to do. <laughs> about once a month when i'm closing down like half two three o'clock in the morning there's usually a couple asleep <laughs> and often it, there's one particular bed i'm not going to mention it because then everybody will dive in that but it's it it is amazing how many people just think all oh, right We've enjoyed ourselves. It's now time for a sleep. Yeah. And then you have to wake them gently. And they've said, that I've had guys open their, uh, one eye gently going, it's not time for work. And I say, no, it's time to go. Oh, my God. So it, it happens quite frequently. Yeah, it really does. On both the private rooms upstairs and in the open playroom yeah, I'm beginning uh, to feel like this episode should be sponsored by Dreams mattresses. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it, you are so right. It's but you know the the beds are comfy or the the, the beds are supportive for yeah. good reasons. So, to speak. <laughs> yes. yeah. so with dangerous curves, then Roxy, was was that your idea for the night, or was it something that was already in place? Uh, Lips didn't have a curvy night because, okay. because it is open to everybody. Yeah, um, there wasn't a specific night, but it was something that I felt quite passionate about. Um, just having somewhere where women can just feel safe. Yeah, and it's not that they don't feel safe in a normal environment in the normal club scene. It's just that little bit more comfort to yeah. know that no one's going to be there who who doesn't like curvy ladies. They're not going to feel like they're. Um, I think it's quite a special thing, like we say, for the people standing on the other side of the door that have never been in, to know that you're going to walk into somewhere where there's going to be lots of curvy ladies. Absolutely, exactly. yeah. yeah. You know, and, and it's like thinking about when you go swimming, I'm going to be the biggest person when I go into, you know, I hate going swimming and putting a swimming costume on. Yeah. I can be completely comfortable in libs. Yeah. It's such a different yeah. environment. And and like I say, it's, just, it's, it's somewhere where I just want to give that back to, to women, to empower themselves, to, to take back control of, of, yes, we might be a little bit larger, but that doesn't mean we can't be sexy and that doesn't mean we can't have fun. Absolutely. And, I, and that's what it's all about. I, I honestly couldn't agree more with what Roxy said. It's been brilliant. I mean, uh, when she initially approached me with the idea, I was quite happy to go with it, but I had no real understanding or pretensions of, of what was going to happen. And it's turned out to be one of our best best events um it's it's brilliant and to see people come in and just feel all of a sudden really really comfortable with the whole environment and what's going on um it's really super and and she's done i I don't want to do it too much but she's done incredibly well and it's it's jolly hard work by the way this just doesn't happen because we say it will you know she puts a huge amount of work into the 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 posts on fab and everywhere else um and it's it's a brilliant brilliant evening yeah so thank you ever so much no thank you thank you so much for putting the effort in that's what makes it you know that's what makes it. i think the other thing is is a lot of people that have never been to a club before don't understand that there are like theme nights that happen 
Yes, so there are. <clears throat> if you are into a particular sort of area, like we've, we've talked before, haven't we, about dark desires? There's so many and- different fetishes. There's different different groups of people yeah you'll find for instance with dark desires it's almost like party turned up to volume 10 isn't it it's such good fun but then you could go along and we've obviously sort of visited dangerous curves many times yes and it's just such a great atmosphere at dangerous curves and of course we've not talked about the differences between a friday at the club and a saturday yes so a saturday night such as our night that will be couples and single ladies. Whereas a Friday, like Dangerous Curves, you welcome single gentlemen. We do, yes. So we have, um, I'd say, predominantly couples and single gentlemen. And then we do have a large number of single ladies who come. And and that in itself is quite lovely, that single ladies feel comfortable enough to come to uh, an event, especially for their first time, uh, on their own. And and again, feel, and feel that comfortable. The good thing about Dangerous Curves or DC is generally like to call it yeah uh, just because it's shorter <laughs> um, is is that it tends to open people's minds up to clubs and and to different events at lips mm. so yeah. you might start off at dc as one of your first events but then you'll come on a saturday and you might come to dark desires and you might try a hot wives club and, yeah. Yeah. and it just opens your doors to to other events that you wouldn't necessarily try on your first your first visit to the club that, that's what we did we, yeah we did i think for the first um the first visit that we came on was on a just I think it was just a normal Saturday night wasn't it I'm still getting over that first month we just went we just <laughs> we did. On we literally went <laughs> literally four weeks um one after the other and we did a we did a hot wives we did a what else did we do all of them we I'm, still all, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still recovering it is though because it, when you first walk through the door I cannot over exaggerate this you walk through the door and it's literally like discovering another world definitely not just the sex side of it but the liberated the the clue is in the name you feel liberated you feel so welcomed you feel so open and you can talk to other people um the conversations always make me laugh because you can sit in the hot tub and there'll be somebody talking about their shopping (laughs) and then on the other side there's another couple talking about bondage and the size of their dildos (laughs) (laughs) i told you not to have those conversations mr n i do try and encourage people (laughs) gosh when when it comes to inappropriate comments i i promise you this is it's it's a very old story but perfectly true um many many years ago uh, before i had this place i was at a a different venue and it was quite late in the evening. Everybody was enjoying themselves. And I, how can I put it? There was a young lady <laughs> bent over in front of me using the bar, um, using a, a license bar uh, <laughs> to, to <laughs> steady herself. <laughs> and I, I was behind her uh, trying to, ple- well, pleasuring her. She, she seemed to like it anyway. <laughs> and we were, we'll say, two-thirds of, of being terribly happy. And, and a, a mate of mine that I know quite well came up and started a conversation telling me about the terrible trouble he was having stopping the frost getting to his dentist. <laughs> And I'm there, did and I'm he, thinking... Did he forget where he was, John? No, it, it just 
seemed to happen. And I'm thinking, <laughs> did it put you off your stroke? Got to be <laughs> the most surreal situation <laughs> I could think of at the time. But it happened. So people can be terribly natural in in the swingers' environment. But I mean, I'm there, and I'm going. I can't believe this. What's <laughs> going on here? I've got a young lady making strange noises because you you ladies do all that <laughs> noises as chaps can't even fathom. And you're make, making a noise, and a mate is oh, it truly he's daily as last night. <laughs> <laughs> Did he not realise I hadn't got a stitch on? <laughs> I mean... So his, his lack of de-icer could have destroyed your whole evening? <laughs> it was, yes, it was... Uh, it wouldn't have destroyed the evening, but I did, I did manage to continue. But I thought, I can't believe this. I really can't. There you go. So, yeah. That's just brilliant. So I think in, in response to, like, Cora's message... I think Roxy's completely hit it on the head hmm. for and Cora. I, and I think, Corey, you need to come and attend the DC. Definitely. Absolutely. Dangerous Curves. Absolutely welcome. Dangerous Curves sounds like the the event for Cora. And obviously it's nice because she's got a, a friend who she could bring along as well. Yeah. Because we've seen all shapes and sizes at DC. Absolutely. So yeah. we, we aim, it's aimed for, for curvier ladies. But what we say is big curves or little curves, all curves are welcome at DC doesn't matter if you've got tiny little curves you're absolutely welcome to to attend our event i should fit in well then with with my little curve (laughs) yeah you wish (laughs) (laughs) so how often does dangerous curves happen then oh so we uh we're every other month okay so um yeah every other month six times a year pushing it possibly if we're able to do an extra one next year, we've got to have a little word with the boss about that. Um, <laughs> we'll yeah. we'll that, pin him down. That isn't a problem. We'll pin him down later, don't you worry. That will, that will not be a problem. And I promise you, I don't need pinning down. Right. <laughs> not my two ladies. Hang on. Just give me half a chance. <laughs> Come on. So when is your next event then? Um, 7th of October. Friday the 7th of October. Okay, brilliant. So we are normally the first Friday and we alternate with Hot Wife's Club. So ah, We brilliant. will definitely be there. Yes, we will. So if you want to come along and meet Mr. and Mrs. N, yes. and you can't make it this Saturday to the Vanilla Vixen, yes. then we will all be here at Dangerous Curves. We will be. With the fabulous Roxy. I'm very excited now. I am really excited. And we actually have a theme for this event too. Ooh. So we don't always have themes, but this one is PVC, leather and lace. So if you've got anything that, uh, not that you have to... Th- join the theme at all but anything pvc leather or lace this is the time to get it out of the water i did happen to buy a little lacy number this week didn't i mr n you did yeah and i'm quite excited because i could get my leather trousers that i haven't worn since 1990 oh god, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. they might be a bit warm mr n <laughs> i always say that i'm very jealous of the ladies in the summer because they've got like next to nothing on sometimes and the guys are all there in their shirts and trousers and i was thinking oh it must be so lovely just walking around in in a thong <laughs> feel free i'm sure nobody would would mind mr n if you wanted to walk around in a thong i don't know i never i never wore a thong ever in my life i could try it you well hey it's always a first time <laughs> you always look so uncomfortable 
I don't know whether I can say that, but <laughs> I'm not going to mention anything now. <laughs> I now have images. <laughs> it's probably not a good thing. So, Roxy, if anybody wanted to attend your DC night then on the 7th of October, how can they, how can they join? Uh, so they can get in contact with us on FAB. Um, and our profile is Dangerous Curves Parties, which is all one word. Um, myself or Zeb who uh, co-hosts with me will be able to answer any questions you've got um, and if you don't have fab we also have a, a, an email address which is uh, dangeroucurvesparties at gmail.com and again any questions you have even if you think it's really silly ask away because there's nothing that we won't answer there's okay. nothing we won't tell you I'll put all those in, in our programme notes so people can just go to the programme notes and contact you straight away perfect and do they have to be a member of the club in order to come to your event uh, for the first visit no um, so like yourselves anybody who visits um, Libs for the first time comes as a guest either a guest of the host or a guest of the club um, you are required to fill out a, a form so that the club has your details but you wouldn't need to become a member until your second visit and that's if you decide you want to come back which we hope you always will so you can literally just get your name down on the guest list absolutely turn up pay your entrance fee and you're in that's it it's a try before you buy you can't turn that down no <laughs> <laughs> I'm, off, I'm off shopping for PVC tomorrow <laughs> Oh, good grief. I promise, listeners, if he does, we'll put a photo on Twitter. Oh, no. Oh, no. Now I'm kind of like wishing I hadn't said that. (laughs) So, Roxy, take take me back to when you first got into the swinging scene, because you talked earlier about, um, you know, you you went to a fetish evening or afternoon. but you also do your Dangerous Curves hosting, which is more the swinging side. And I don't think, I mean, I've never met anybody that we've spoken to yet that, that has more than one dynamic. So it's quite interesting. So how, how did that work? How did it evolve? Uh, wow. So, um, like I said, started off coming to the fetish events um, and over the years, getting used to or talking to members of uh, the club who who've helped out at, at the particular events offering my services and saying if ever you need any help behind the bar I'm always available and worked my first swinging event which is very very different the atmosphere between the two is is incredibly different because fetish event is very um very protocol uh, there's very little drinking it's very um very respectful of the environment and people around you because uh, you don't want to interrupt a scene which is where two people are playing which can be quite intense yeah so that the um the dungeon area or the dance floor area it can be quite quiet other than yelps and whips and canes which is and giggles potentially <laughs> um which is very different so my first swing event working or helping out behind the bar was very different it was a big culture shock so it is literally two clubs in one isn't it two clubs in one absolutely that's what I wanted to relay for our listener our dear listener who listens every week that it is a completely different environment and I I presume a, a very different group of people with two different kind of one fetish and one swinger yes and some people will spam the two 
Um, but there were always your hardcore on either side that say that swing and fetish won't mix. Okay. So okay. there were, it's probably, I guess, 50 Shades of Grey didn't necessarily do or did some, some good in one way because it made um, BDSM a little bit more mainstream. Yeah, And people have, who, who were started off swinging have maybe entered into a little bit more of the, the BDSM side of things. But there are two very distinct camps also yeah um so yes yeah, so my first swing events helping out at the club um very eye-opening um i think they sent me down to the main playroom on purpose to collect glasses <laughs> <laughs> i don't it's a shame you guys can't see here but john is sitting in the corner with this the biggest grin on his face he's like chuckling away to himself it, it, it is true yes when you send somebody down to the playroom and say would you go and get the uh, plastic glasses out of there and they they come back going what was happening there <laughs> what are all those people doing <laughs> they can be how can you get 70 people on three beds <laughs> so, to climb over people yeah. to collect the glasses <laughs> yeah. i mean there's been times where we've thought about operating a human chain just to make sure we can get the glass collector out again <laughs> um, <laughs> Um, but yeah, so so um, I still attended the fetish events on a Sunday, but I did then started helping out around the club um, for the swing events. Um, I was very lucky to meet my my partner, um, Kay, and um, I was working one night. He was at Dark Desires. We started chatting in the smoking shelter, which is always the most social room of the I club. Like everybody which meets in the, yeah, absolutely, the smoking shelter. Yeah. Um, although I'm a good girl now and I don't smoke anymore. But yeah, so we we met and um what started off as as a, a casual swing fling i guess okay. um so we've been together for for a number of years um over that time as i mentioned we started or i started uh, dangerous curves um and i think it would, would have been our or my third party um i remember a, a gentleman walking into the club and I'm not very good with names and faces anybody who knows me will know that even nearly four years later <laughs> I probably won't remember your fab name or your first name um, but I do give amazing hugs on entry um, oh, we I can, can vouch for that yeah, we can vouch for that definitely <laughs> um, but yes uh, um, it was a school uniform event it was called Schools Out and um, a gentleman walked in and I remember clearly and um We've also been together now for uh, just over three years. Um, so I'm a very lucky girl. It's all very above board. They've both met. Um, they get on very well. Um, but I have both of my sides of my personality met, um, which I'm, I'm very lucky. And it's two very different sides. Very different sides, yeah. The one doesn't necessarily understand the other, and I think he'd like to just wrap me up in cotton wool. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so it's, it's I have to be a little bit careful going home with any marks because, <laughs> because um, he can be a little bit overprotective um, but it's it's who I am and it's what I enjoy and, yeah. and every kitty loves her stripes <laughs> I mean how amazing is it that you get to be totally you and uh, it's amazing I'm very lucky so meeting Zeb who who co-hosts Dangerous Curves with me um we again started chatting just through being at the club um and just 
through our conversations, there was just something in, in me that recognised something in him yeah. and vice versa. And I'd, I'd suppressed my submissive side at this point for a little while. I'd had a relationship. It didn't end particularly well. And I thought, I'm going to just put that side of myself away and, and try and live like a normal person I guess <laughs> or a vanilla person yeah. they can be vanilla and swing at the same time I'm not sure but more vanilla than my original self I guess yeah um and meeting Zeb and awakening who I didn't realize quite how much of me she actually is um has really changed my life um so I'm not the person I was when I started this journey I've gone through so many changes but I'm the happiest I've ever been it is literally a journey isn't it no it matter, is such a journey no matter what route you go down and I always say fetish or when I use the word fetish I don't mean sort of BDSM but whatever kink you're into it changes it, it evolves yeah it does evolve it doesn't does. it when we've, we've spoken about this because when we first mm. started you know the, the kinks that I have now were nothing like when we first started mm. and it's like and it's all part of that as you go through the journey you you get the confidence you, you start to discover who you are because I think if you ask the majority of people they wouldn't 100% say that they know totally who they are I agree it, it's that old saying you don't know what you don't know Exactly. Because yes. you've never experienced it. So no. until you've tried something, we've never, ever been to a fetish event. But it sounds so intriguing. It, yeah, it does. It does sound intriguing. And it's like you said, Roxy, it's it's not just... I would imagine that a lot of people are thinking, oh, you know, there's a lot of whipping going on and <laughs> people crawling around on the hands and knees and being led by stuff. But it's, it's also things like you said, like being blindfolded and, you know... And maybe tied up and sensation play is wonderful yeah wonderful so how would you recommend someone start in the bdsm sort of fetish lifestyle event a complete vanilla complete newbie person if they, they know they've got that kink they're perhaps just sort of perhaps even just red 50 shades of gray and you, and that definitely has made it mainstream. And we've we've talked about that I, before. I wonder if I could just mm. um, mention something on that. Yeah. What I I and this this is very personal. Yeah. I think what I've noticed is if you are genuinely on the fetish side yeah. of your sexuality, you tend to know that from puberty. Literally, you you know that you enjoy being a little bit goth or all, all the rest of it. You enjoy the PVC, the leather, all the rest of it. That tends to happen fairly early on in your sexual life and continues until you you make that last gasp. It, it's with you forever. It's just part oh, of you. Whereas it's on just, yeah, it's the recognising what you tend to get on the swingers' side is people will dip in and out of the experience. You will get people that stay for a long, long time. Um, but it is that the two uh, experiences are different. That's so fascinating. You know, they, they are quite distinct, generally speaking. So you wouldn't necessarily... Yeah, everybody... On the swinger side, will have that little bit of kink. Yeah. They they will want to actually enjoy a little bit of kink, but that's all it is. Yeah. Whereas the fetish side, it, pe people have been on the fetish side. I I've known people for forty years. Yeah. 
on just enjoying the fetish events. Um, it's more encapsulated in them. It, it's more in you rather than, That's you know, so oh, well, let's just try this. I say we've we've got people on the swingers side that have been with us for I don't know thirty forty years twenty years whatever, yeah. but it's much more prevalent on the fetish side. That so, is so fascinating. Yeah. I wish I'd started a long time. I wish I'd found this place and I wish I'd found this lifestyle years ago, um, because I I did know that I had. Um, certain submissive tendencies I didn't know what a submissive was necessarily but I knew I had those tendencies and it took over the time you start realizing and you start doing a bit of research and understanding a little bit more and oh actually that 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 sounds a bit like me was there something stopping you though from sort of fear I guess to begin with the fear of the unknown and, and not necessarily knowing what to do where to go and I think joining FetLife which is a, is a like, it's like social media um, almost like Facebook for, for kinky people <laughs> um, it, w- it was a good start for me it was um, somebody recommended it and I, and I joined and I think I joined and then didn't go on again for a year because I was too scared okay um, and then I was like, well, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to, I'm going to do it. So I went back on and I put a little bit of stuff on my profile and made it sound half decent, although I do tend to rub it, as listeners will, <laughs> will realise. Um, and that's when I, I went to my first munch and I was like, I'm going to do it, I'm going to just jump in. And there was a munch in, in my hometown, um, which is, I mentioned as a social event. Yeah. Um, and I went and I met some amazing people. And that was the start of my journey. And the, some of these people became family um, wow. And we have subby sisters, and you know, they almost we we did everything together to begin with. We you know we went to new events together, um, and it was it was amazing. And I think if that, like I say, changed my my life and it gave me all this confidence. But I just wish I'd found it sooner. And I think if any listeners who have those tendencies don't don't hold back. Mm. There's there's a safe place where you know you can you can become yourself and find out who you really are and what you're into. That is so that is so nice. Yeah. yeah. If if I might add, I, I don't think you could have found it that much sooner because you'd have been a schoolgirl. <laughs> <laughs> you know you just she's not that old. Roxy's I mean, just about spat she, a drink out she's, she's, she's not terribly old, so we can't encourage schoolgirls to start all this drama. Right, it's not what we do. There is a legal age limit. Isn't there? It's not just the legal age limit. Let's be sensible about this. So she could she couldn't have been that that all right, it wasn't all right, she she's okay. Don't worry about it. Uh, so Roxy bit of a personal question but are you quite open about your lifestyle with your friends and family or is it something you keep secret Um, i'd say the majority of my friends know about um my lifestyle know about this place um i i talk about it quite a lot because it's it is such a personal place for me it's it's such a special place for me um and I'd say my, my family, my sister's fully aware, the rest of my family not so much. I'm a good Catholic girl. <laughs> um, <laughs> some things the people don't need to know. Um, and sadly, because of my work, I can't necessarily be quite so open um, yeah. in public because there are sort of perceptions mm. um, for, this, for both lifestyles, both fetish and for swinging. We, we had a really interesting... Um messaging question from last week's show I think it was on where the the person asked and it's, it's a question that I've actually thought about it's one I'd like quite like to pose to you 
should the, the lifestyle, the swinging and, and sort of fetish lifestyle be inclu- included in the LGBTQ plus kind of community or just that sort of sense of protection or do you have any feelings about that? I, I, just to, um, I do have some feelings I, and I do think it should be accepted. Hmm. I don't think people should have be at fear of risk of losing their their jobs or you know alienating family members because of a lifestyle choice i think lgbtq plus um and and nb i think is that's not a lifestyle choice that is who they are intrinsically and it's it's a it's it's them so i think not necessarily including it in all the uh, we you know uh, fetish have their own flags you'll have different you know pride flags for different things but i think the lgbtq community themselves that is who they are and not what they are into so it's slightly different but but i absolutely absolutely think that we should we shouldn't worry about coming to a club like liberty elite and losing our jobs on monday you know that's that shouldn't it shouldn't happen um so ha- has your um your feelings about uh, people finding out and things has that changed from you know when you first started to sort of delve into lifestyle to how you are now because because myself and Mr N in the beginning we were just like oh my god we'd be terrified if anybody finds out and you know it'd be horrendous and what would we do and like now it's just like oh whatever (laughs) (laughs) hello neighbour we're just off to the swinging club (laughs) it's very true I I mean I I would leave to come to the club in in something um, I'd put some different clothes on I'd put something over the top of my my outfit Uh, these days I'd just jump in my car and kicked up my hairs in the boot and that's it and I'm off you know, and I'm to think what the neighbours think of me or where they think I'm going but um, I just think it's part of who I am it's it's a big part of my life I feel like I'm here a lot <laughs> um, it's purely for my choice because I just love like I said the environment that we're in and um, yeah I just I'm, I'm as open as I possibly can be I think at this time in my life it's amazing, isn't it? Because it's such a liberating feeling. It is a lot more open now. The, the one, one easy way of realising it, um, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, definitely, this sort of thing sold newspapers. We had the, the mirror, the mail, not the mail on Sunday, the... Um, Sunday newspapers couldn't wait to do articles on this club. Now I would have to pay them good money <laughs> to do an article on the club because it just doesn't raise eyebrows so much. Yeah. Therefore, it doesn't sell newspapers. Therefore, it's much more mainstream. We can relax a bit. And, you know, a, an easy way, when I first started the club... I had a few friends that police officers and they said, John, we'd love to come to your club, but we're a little bit worried. We, you know, now we have quite a number of police officers who are members and don't bat an eyelid about it. So I, I think it is very, very gradually permeating and becoming more acceptable in society. That is awesome. Okay. That is brilliant, though. There will be a lot of vanilla people listening who sort of look at swinging, look sort of from the outside and they look in and say, oh, well, is it just sort of people who are licensed to cheat almost? Have you, have you heard that kind of 
thing before, which you, obviously it's nothing like that. The lifestyle is nothing like no, that at all. No, not at all. I think I'm in quite a unique position because I practice in polyamory. So mm. I, having two um, loving relationships so um, and loving two people um, and being happy in, in two relationships, um, I think proves that it, things it's not necessarily just about sex so so swinging for for couples who enjoy swinging it's it's improving their relationship it's it's something additional it's extra it's, it's exciting it's, yeah. it's enhancement yeah. absolutely yeah. um it's all consensual and the biggest thing whether it's whether you're into fetish whether you're into bdsm whether you're into swinging consent is the main hmm. thing and if you consent to your partner doing something then there's no cheating. You're not doing anything wrong. Exactly. That's, that's the biggest thing. You know, you, you could have swingers who don't communicate, who don't consent, yeah. and can cheat. It's yeah. So it's not, it's not the, you know, swinging and, and cheating is very, very different because it's that communication between couples and it is that consent to do whatever it is that couple decides that they want to do i almost feel like we could have roxy on every week as a, i know as a agony yeah you, you're brilliant Brilliant. Send, sending you questions yes. <laughs> ask roxy yeah it's got a ring to it hasn't it yeah i think we could get roxy's only little corner there it's like it's, it's roxy time it's like, we're loving it can we sit on my knee and talk about what we <laughs> don't say that you'll have john sitting on your knee before you can say <laughs> John, I'd imagine sort of seeing that some of the FET scene go on, you must have seen some quite wild activities over your times. Is there anything that sticks in your mind? Um, I'm glad you said that and not sticks out. I'm not not sure I would class anything we do here as wild activities. If I'm being, you know, Mm. slightly boring there, um, it's very, very... It's very controlled. I mean, we, we do have a proper housemaster, proper housemistress to help and guide people. And they are incredibly professional and very, very knowledgeable. So um, I, I'm not sure wild is a word. I, <laughs> but they wouldn't allow anything wild to happen. It's quite the opposite. Um, it's quite the opposite. Uh, uh, as Roxy mentioned, when she said about the fetish side it's um there's an there's an element of control um and and consensual control etc and it's all very very careful no no nothing happens that people don't want to happen yeah so roxy i just have a question i'm really interested um because i'm a complete naive person when it comes to fetish things when you go to fetish night, when is it just the, the the couples that you stay together and do your, you know, like you say, you're a submissive and you have your dom, or do people mix? That's a really good question. So I would say for fetish, your the couples will, will stay within themselves. Yeah. So it's their dynamic. It's personal to them. It's their story. It's their journey. Um, if part of that dynamic is um, a, a dominant passing his submissive over to another dominant, okay. which could happen, um, it is again consensually. That that could potentially happen, but it wouldn't be the norm. So I would say generally, the couples would stay with with their partners. That's really interesting because obviously the, the swinging side is a lot of it involves swapping with swapping other, people. other people yeah so that's really interesting with the dynamics isn't it absolutely which is why again 
it's more sort of always been said that swing and, and kink don't mix yeah hmm. but again becomes more mainstream so you, you've got swing swingers into kink will mix the two so you may have um people who who've more i don't want to use the, the word dabble it sounds disrespectful yeah. but but not necessarily fully into the to the bdsm lifestyle yeah um but who enjoy a bit of power play yeah and are prepared to switch with another couple who are also into power play so you could potentially get it there but i would say at, a, at a, an actual fetish event it doesn't happen or rarely happens um because it's not that it's not the same environment do, do you get so cuckold couples in the fet scene um yes yeah yeah you would do um my um, my dynamic with my with my with my sir, um, I I don't swing anymore. Yeah, but he he does swing. In fact, both my partners swing. Uh, we met at the club, so of course. Yes, <laughs> um, it's my choice. It's my choice not to. Um, in terms of um, because of my dynamic with my sir, I belong to him, and if he wants at some point to share his toys, that's down to him. But for me, I'm incredibly happy. Um, just having him back at the end of the night with that's a big smile it, on his face. That's what it's all about, isn't it? You don't have to pigeonhole yourself of course. into a particular... No, exactly. And I, and I suppose, because I know we've talked about this before, is, you know, when you have those conversations about what your rules are and, and things, I'm assuming that, that you and your dom have had those conversations yeah. on how far you want to go and what you're comfortable with of course yeah communication is is so important in, in both swinging and in in the kink scene um more so probably in the kink scene because you're you have someone's um health and safety in your hands potentially yeah and i mean i i, I was very naive early earlier on in my in my journey and i'd say i, I I'm never safe word. I'm too, t- you know, you won't, you won't make me safe word. Um, and I learned very quickly that if you, if you're with the right person, if you're with the right dominant, they will know when your body's had enough. Yeah. Even if you're too silly to say, to say something. Um, but you, you, you know, you, you have to have that communication. You have to, um, whether it's verbal, whether it's uh, physical or it can be whatever the cues are, the person you're with needs to know that you're still safe yeah. and and it's the same with swinging you, you may well have your own little i think you may have mentioned it on a previous episode where you um if you're both not necessarily into it you might have a little phrase yeah you might have a little look you might have a, a hand in the back yeah. you know that secret code. Find, yeah yes. just something that says i'm not really feeling this let's yeah. let's just go and have a drink let's just go and get some fresh air let's just remove ourselves from the situation um and and it's that closeness it's that dynamic that makes this lifestyle whether whichever side you fall on so special because you have your own secret language and and everything you do is is about your your increasing your relationships and and it makes you closer of course it does it, it puts a bond there that people in the vanilla world simply wouldn't understand yeah yeah absolutely i agree I, I think it makes in the right circumstances it makes relationships stronger in the wrong circumstances and again i think you've mentioned it on a previous podcast don't use it as a fix it's not a band-aid it's no. not going to fix your relationship if there's a chink in your relationship it's all, this it's lifestyle just gonna make will it find it yeah of course yeah. it will absolutely yeah and you know and you may well attend an event for the first time with your partner thinking you know i'm well up for this this is you know this is going to be amazing and once you're there and once you're you're seeing your partner touch somebody else kiss somebody else all of a sudden actually oh i don't think i can do this there's a very big difference between fantasy and reality absolutely so it's having that connection to know 
please stop we need to I, i'm not i'm not yeah. ready yeah exactly no. and like we always call it i know we said we called the j word but it is a journey and it is something that you have to do gradually i don't think it's something you can just jump straight into absolutely not it's certainly something i couldn't have jumped straight into um i think it would have freaked me out completely so is there anything that you've you, you've not done that you'd still want to try or oh so many things really so many things um i think there's always new things to, to try I, I i probably i couldn't even list them to be fair um i have a philosophy where try it once if you don't like it try it again just to be sure <laughs> as, long, as long as it's legal and as long as it's consensual and again unless you're practicing um consensual non-consent which is also a thing um as long as it's legal as long as it's consensual try it and if you don't like it just you know it might not be the right person it might not be the right circumstance or it might just not be the right day yeah mm. don't write it off altogether try it again and if you definitely don't like it you know you don't and move on to try something else that's really that's, good advice it's a really don't, healthy yeah. Yeah. yeah healthy way of looking at don't it don't close yourself off to things um because you will things i i said i'd never do at the start of, of my journey i've done and would like to do again or i might try and do something else and i think you do become more open-minded you do become more confident yes and, um and you do change switching back from the fetish scene to dangerous curves when is the next dangerous curves Oh, three weeks on Friday. I'm very excited. 7th of October. October the 7th on yes. a Friday, which means single gentlemen, single ladies and, and couples. couples. Yeah, that's correct. Okay. And it's the PVC night? PVC leather and lace. But so you don't have to wear that if you don't feel comfortable. Not at all. No, we, we never expect people to, to comply with the theme. Some people will, some people won't. Uh, this is quite a nice one because everyone's, all the ladies have got some lovely lace that they'd like to show off i imagine um so it's a it's a nice one i think this one um we're, we're really excited we're always excited i i go through a panic station so you're probably feeling yourself with your with your party on saturday oh absolutely um, yeah. i go through the oh it, it's absolutely fine and then the week up to it first of all it's what am i going to wear <laughs> and all the ladies outside out there would be thinking this themselves if they're going to go to any sort of event what am i going to wear yeah um and then it's what if no one turns up yeah. And, yeah. And, and we're now three nearly four years in March will be our fourth anniversary so we're, we're quite established now as a party I still go through the what if no one turns up <laughs> do you hear that Mrs. saying we're going to yeah. be <laughs> it doesn't go away it doesn't go away I've got sweaty palms already <laughs> I think I don't generally calm down until 10.30 when reception closes and all our guests are in Yeah. and at that point it's like Oh, we did it we yeah. did it um i've done the hugs i've done the hellos i've probably forgotten as i've said most people's names um but people are in they're enjoying themselves yeah and then the rest of the evening is generally just spent just chatting and making sure people are okay don't sit on your own one piece of advice i can always give new people don't sit on your own because you want it's it's, it's social you need to talk to people yeah. set yourself a goal if you can talk to three different people in the night and go home you'd have done something and you'd have set yourself a goal and you probably had some really amazing conversations in I those think, I think you said that, really John, didn't you? Yeah. everything begins through conversation through conversation you yes. said that it, 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 that's the main main thing start talking talk to people everybody will it's not like going uptown and and walking into a strange pub people want to hear what you say and and it's obviously 
we have so many interesting people. It's really, really interesting listening to what they've got to say. I think it's nice, isn't it? Because obviously people come into the club for a certain reason. You've got a room full of like-minded people. Absolutely. So you've already got something in common before you've started. Yeah. yeah. People are open. Yeah. People are, are willing to talk. Go and have a dance. Yeah. You know, we have some fabulous DJs working at the club. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, go and have a dance. Let your hair down and just just be your sexy selves and just enjoy it. And, you know, and we, we can't wait to, to see our next group of guests. Um, yeah. And it's we will be excited. There. We will be there. So listen, guys, if you don't want to just meet Mr. and Mrs. N, or if you don't want to meet us at all, you can come and meet Roxy. And you never know, the king of the swingers might be around that evening. Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> I don't think John could get any more famous <laughs> at all. So, Roxy, just remind us again then. So if there is any guys out there that are listening tonight that think, actually, do you know what? That sounds like a night for me. How, how can they, they come along? What do they need to do? So if you're on Fab, then just get in touch. It's Dangerous Curves Parties uh, on Fab, all one word. And either myself or Zeb will, will answer any questions that you might have. And if you're not on Fab, you can email us at dangerouscurvesparties at gmail.com. And I will write that all in the notes. So all you have to do is go to the programme notes and it'll all be in there. So before we sign off, Mr. N, just, just to reiterate that um, it is our evening coming up this Saturday. This Saturday. So if you listen to this on the Sunday, oh, it was a great night. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be too late to edit. <laughs> <laughs> so guys, if you are coming to our night on uh, Saturday... Uh, the 17th uh, for Vanilla to Vixen um, then remember make sure you've got your name on our guest list absolutely and you can do that how Mr N you can contact us via email which is naughtycp1 at yahoo.com or you can send us a, a sexy message on Fab Swingers which we are n-a-u-g-h-t-y-c-p-1 or you can contact us on Twitter because we couldn't have the same name. <laughs> so we've got to be N-A-U-G-H-T-Y-C-O-U-P-1-E, which is really annoying. So complicated. I do apologise, listener, for that. I do apologise. I've probably given you a headache already. And if you've already got your name down on the guest list, don't forget to fill out your forms before you come because that will get you into the club a lot quicker and it means you can start having fun a lot sooner. So, guys, just before we sign off, just to say if there's anybody out there that's enjoyed what we've what we've uh, been talking about um, and you've got any questions or anything you want to ask Roxy you can um, definitely ask us through the channels that Mr N has just told you about absolutely we love to hear your stories and we love your questions so keep them coming I would just like to thank Roxy so much oh thank you for inviting me on no it's been it's been you have been amazing Roxy absolutely and once again John not a problem (laughs) you are becoming an institution of the military I don't mean to be I just it's it's nice of you guys it's so nice of you to let us use the club again John it's not a problem it is this is turning into our regular studio we're going to be moving in sooner or later (laughs) it's wonderful that will be a problem So from John, King of the Swingers, from Roxy, from Mr. and Mrs. N, thank you very much for listening, guys. See you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.